Cloud Talk Live. I'm your host, Jeff Deverter. Now here at Cloud Talk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help you improve your business and those around you. Now this recording is from our Cloud Talk Live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time on the Rackspace LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to come and watch us there and join the conversation live with us in real time. Your participation helps drive the conversation. Now, let's get on with today's show. Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's Tuesday. We're back for another episode of your favorite show, Hot Talk Live. Well, everyone, thank you so much for joining us here today, trying a few new things. I can see some. I can't see other things. That's all right. We're going to have a great time. Folks, welcome to today's episode of Cloud Talk Live. My name is Jeff Deverter. I am the Chief Technology Evangelist here at Rackspace Technology and your host for our episode here today. Now, if you want to get a hold of us, the easy thing to do is, of course, send us an email at solve at rackspace.com. Now, folks, that's not going to a bunch of sales, folks. That's just going, let's go into me. It's going to producer Megan. It's going to Daniel if he ever comes back from vacation. And, uh, and we'll respond directly to you. So feel free to do that. Now, I would love for you to introduce yourselves in the comments, whatever platform you happen to be watching this on. So go ahead and tell us who you are. Tell us where you are, and and uh, we'll we'll try to call you out. If you have any questions for my guest today, Keith, then I would love to uh, to be able to pass those along, which would be great. Indonesia is here. Todd Catlett is here. So happy to see everyone starting to pop in. Nice to see that my little fancy chat window is working as well, so I can see you guys. All right, well, let's update you on a few things before we get Keith up here. Now, to start, uh, the podcasts are back in full swing, folks. So if you want to uh, get not just the content from here, because we are taking the audio from these events and we're putting it down into the podcast stream, but every Thursday now is a brand new episode. And that, uh, in fact, this week, what do we have this week? I think I'm running the audio from the Solve Summit, if you haven't been here. But next week is going to be an amazing treat. Now, that gives you a whole, what is that, seven, eight, nine, nine-ish days to get yourself subscribed if you're not already subscribed, wherever you find podcasts, to Cloud Talk. And, uh, and I've got my episode with Brian Lilly. In fact, I just finished editing that yesterday afternoon. What a fun conversation. I think you will love it. But you're only going to love it if you subscribe to the podcast. So go ahead and do that. All right, let's press on. And it's, oh, this week we got Josh and uh, Travis. We're on, uh, they were, I released that last Thursday. Very interesting conversation all about growing up here inside of Rackspace from some of the absolute lowest jobs. I mean, uh, akin to being the, uh, you know, sweeping up after folks uh, to now vice presidents, executive vice presidents here inside of the organization. I think you are going to really enjoy that. Hey, let's pause for just a second and see who else is saying hi. We got Vishnu is here. Michael from Houston. Michael, I'd send you a Cloud Talk jacket uh, if I had one because you're, you come to most all of these. I love that. Sunny, thank you for the kind words. And um, and then Rainy Manchester, UK is here. Richard, thank you for joining. Uh, I wish it was rainy here in Texas. We're having a miserable heat wave. Um, it, it, I looked at the 10-day forecast yesterday. Every day, over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Not fun, not fun at all. All right. Um, my guest today, uh, what, who, a guy who's become a good friend, 
I got to know Keith Lawrence about ooh, over a year ago as uh, AppDynamics What's going on here? There we go. As AppDynamics became more of a sponsor here around Rackspace, the benefit, uh, of course, the sponsorship was fantastic. Found, met some great people, Keith being one of them. Keith and I have traveled to many cities over around the country talking to different customers. We were at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame about this time last summer. We Last time we saw him, I saw him was in Vegas. We were at an event uh, that was part of Dell Technologies World. But, uh, but Keith has a super interesting background. We're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about some of the latest announcements from the full-stack observability suite known as AppDynamics, part of Cisco. They just had their big, big hoopla about a few weeks ago, and Keith's going to come up and share about that. So, uh, uh, Producer Megan, let's bring Keith up onto the stage and, and have a little chat. All right, Keith, welcome from sunny Atlanta today. Hey, good morning there, Jeff. How you doing, sir? That's good to see you, Keith. Thank you for uh, for changing your travel schedule so that you would be on the ground and ready to roll when we were ready to go live here today. I appreciate that. Absolutely. I, when you when you put this on my calendar way back when, I said this is going to be interesting, right? Because I know it was coming right off the heels of our Cisco Live conference in Las Vegas. So. Uh, Figured we'd have all kinds of things to talk about, Jeff. So happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. I never take this stuff for granted. So appreciate the opportunity to hang out and talk to them. Well, it's great to get together with, with uh, it's my favorite thing about this show is generally we got some amazing technologists who show up. Sometimes we get non-technologists to have technology conversations, which is fun. But, but it's great to get toe-to-toe -to -toe with, with folks who have been in, in this industry uh, long as long or longer than I have. Now, uh, your your current title, I, I like to call you Mr. CTO that runs around the country telling the world about the glories of, uh, of full-stack observability, which we will define here in just a second. But you come from a long history of, of technology. I mean, you, you worked with this, oh, this little, was it a little insurance company, I think, uh, there in the Midwest? Yeah, called Allstate Insurance, right? That's right. I, hate all, I always hate talking how long it's been, right? Because I want to believe I look younger than what I actually am. But once I tell them how long I've been doing this, they're going, yeah, he's old. Oh, so, that uh, makes sense when I look at you. Yeah, I can see that. No, the response is, hey, look, how could that be so? Did you start when you were 10? Well, I tell everybody, if you go bald, they can't see gray, so it makes you look younger. So you've you got that going that. for you, which you is see, nice. You try that, Jeff, right? So that you lose the salt pepper look, right? And uh, Yeah, I've kind of got that going on here. It <laughs> helps mask it. I'm not going to lie. No, but I, uh, on a serious note, yeah, I, I was with the Allstate Insurance Company, like literally right out of college for uh, 28 years at the end of the day. And, and it was wow. just a great, great experience. Um, I remember I came from the mainframe, right? So when the distributed environment was getting built, one of my first projects at Allstate Insurance was how do you even monitor a distributed environment? Yeah. And as it grew, I remember we started real cool. We have nine servers, right? Ooh, <laughs> look at you. Almost digits. <laughs> and then we said, hey, then in 2000, how do you sell insurance on the internet? We called it our multi-access integration. And I was on a team that helped uh, come up with those solutions, right? Of how do you monitor in a distributed environment with its, at then, its complexity, right? And so as the environment has grown, right, I like telling people it's, um, it's so much different, right? Because uh, now when, when we started doing what 
firewalls, right? F5 appliances, right? That was considered complex, right? Yeah. And my team was responsible for that. So I used to, high level, I, I, um, I got a chance to transform our knock at the Allstate Insurance Company of how do you monitor across all these stacks? People called it a GOC back then, a global operations center. Yeah. And then how do you monitor the applications? Because at the end of the day, we provide services for the business. Right. And then yeah. I got an opportunity while being there, like we had all the monitoring tools. How do you decipher alert storms? How do you make sure you can get the root cause faster? What are the tools that you need? And so my team did all of that. And then when I met App Dynamics, um, needless to say, uh, they had a solution that thought was pretty unique um, and yeah. it fit right in my wheelhouse of what um, my background was. And uh, when I jumped on board, Cisco bought us like within two weeks. <laughs> me it's being what double whammy of change, right? Yeah. And so, uh, basically, all that experience and knowledge I get to share with customers now, and I get to, I, I, um, as a as a CTO advisor across the Americas, I'm meeting with CIOs, CTOs, VPs uh, across the entire country, and all of them are in different places of their journey of how yeah. do you transform IT, how do you monitor these applications, how do you monitor the cloud, and so I'm excited to just be here to let you know what they're doing and how we provide a solution for them all. Well, you know, when I used the phrase before, and it was totally foreign to me when I first met you, and I, as somebody who's been in IT for a while, but you, you guys kept bantering about this phrase of full stack observability. So you also talked about how do you get to how do you get to resolution faster? Another phrase you just used, mean time to innocence, is one of my favorite phrases too that I hear from you guys. Uh, so, so let's understand that a little bit more. Obviously, you know, uh, AppDynamics, a company you just mentioned, was a standalone thing. Got bought, got bought by Cisco, got bundled into some other really cool stuff, uh, but really was left to to exist as uh, as its own organization. One of these that didn't get pulled into the Borg and then disseminated about. But when we talk about, when you talk about full stack observability, first of all, what is it? And two, why is it important, uh, especially in a cloud based world? Yeah, well, full stack observability at the end of the day, it's right. I have many different stacks that I have to monitor um, and all of them provide a service to, at the end of the day, host an application, right? Yeah. Or, or, or collect data from an application or to withdraw data to make processing type decisions. Um, how do I monitor all these different stacks? From a traditional IT perspective, I used to think of them all as, I need a tool for this stack, a tool for this stack, a tool for this stack. To then comes this lovely end user. But at the end of the day, the end user is the person who accesses that application so that this is how we can monitor customer satisfaction from a customer, from a business perspective. Right, which is how very different than an IT perspective. Yeah, so IT, I like telling IT folks, right? traditional IT, I believe, is changing. And they provide a service to host an application. Now, hosting the application, that's not even good enough anymore. It yeah. is now, how do I ensure strong customer satisfaction that my customer, which could be an internal customer, an employee working from home, or it could be an external customer who's generating revenue or something that I like to say customer satisfaction has many different forms to our customer base. Yeah. And they all want an answer of how do I monitor for that end user who at mm. the end of the day is a customer that we need to support to make sure they keep coming back to want to do business with us because we're the best. This episode of Cloud Talk is sponsored by Cisco. 
App Dynamics. Technical environments are getting more complex, and Cisco App Dynamics is helping to cut through the noise. Their full stack observability solutions help make every tech decision a business decision and keep everyone all on the same page. App Dynamics software enables deeper understanding of both user and application behavior so that your teams can see, share, and take action all in real time. Just go to appdynamics.com to learn more, schedule a live demo, or even start a 15-day free trial to see the difference for yourself that Cisco App Dynamics can make in your mission-critical applications. All right. With that, let's get back to the program. Yeah. So think about it for a second, folks. In in the in the old world, you know, in the, the old world, kind of go back to where Keith was talking about when they had nine servers at all state. I mean, that was pretty awesome. But when you have these nine servers, all of a sudden you have the IT folks who look at this this box of goods and now says, "All right." So we know that the green light should blink, and that's a good thing. Uh, and when the green light blinks, generally speaking, that means the application that we're serving to the business is doing its thing. But as time goes on, you realize maybe there's some more stuff we should pay attention to. We should pay attention to the web server's uh, capabilities. We pay attention to disk processing. We should pay attention to network throughput. We should pay attention to um, uh, database reads and writes. And and slowly over time, we, we came up with these 5, 10, 15 different metrics that if we watched them and, and we knew what ranges they should be in, we architected for those ranges, that the application should behave correctly. That's the old days. Because then when something would go bump in the night, as Keith will attest to, uh, anybody who's run an organization like this will say, okay, everybody is responsible for the database, the hardware, the network, and a few other things. Everybody get in a room and let's just try to figure this thing out. Well, over time, as these applications get more and more complex and more and more distributed, one, you can't get everybody in the room. They just It's a physical impossibility. Two, you end up in a scenario where you maybe can't monitor every single point along the way. And then lastly, is that those, those metrics change over time as the topology changes. In a cloud-first world, you kind of by design, shouldn't necessarily know everything in between. You should know what the cloud pieces look like, but the individual elements, absolutely going to change. And Keith, I'm, I'm stealing maybe a little bit of your definition and your thunder here, but it's my translation of what this stuff actually means and why it's important, because you've, you've made me a true believer in the fact that this is a technology that has to exist in every organization if they're going to operate in a 21st century, in a 2023 and beyond world. Oh, a absolutely. Right. And, and and I love the way you brought up the green lights on the box, right? Because we used to monitor from a perspective of green, red and yeah. five and five, nine availability. Remember those days where we used to celebrate oh, yeah. four nines? Hey, my goal is to be five nines and give me uh, double my bonus if I can hit that. And now the business tells us you're as good as your next outage. Yeah. Infrastructure, IT, hardware. Zero to zero in a split second. Yeah, IT at the end of the day, it's like electricity now. No one talks about it when it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. Yeah. Now it's a matter of how do I monitor slow, mm. right? Because our, That's our, right. We're our not talking about on off right now. We're talking whoa. about – it's not quite right. It's yellow, right? <laughs> our customers are telling us um, five-second response time is too long. I will go to the next application. I yeah. will go to the competitor. My, my, my kids, our kids, right? At the end of the day, right? 
if a pizza order takes too long, they go to the next pizza app. Yep. That's just one example. Now just traverse that across insurance, medical, anything, manufacturing, anything. Those who could see what the yellow is uh, and can make sure customers are having a flawless user experience. That's why you'll keep on hearing me fall back to you have to monitor for the customer. Red, green basically is a we've conquered that. IT yeah. has answered that. Yeah, it the only the acceptable response is green. Now, yeah. what yes. color green is it? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah, so when so, we say full stack observability, the key is how do I now baseline behavior of a customer that I yeah. start getting into this term called anomaly monitoring? And we could discuss that later. But high end, yeah. that is where the I like to say the people providing solutions that can get to that faster are winning. Yeah. Sean Gardner, good friend Sean, calls out the fact that speed is not, we're not measuring things in seconds now, but milliseconds of yeah. expectations <laughs> of, of behavior. Thanks for calling yep. that out, Sean. So, um, and so, so as, the, as the complexity grows and the amount of things in between grows and fluctuates over time, and, uh, and your application specifically has more and more to pay attention to. I would imagine that this is an area where a machine learning model, AI really comes into play to help look for those needles in the haystack of needles, different types of needles. Oh, oh man, you're hitting on, hey, we, we could have another conversation here, right? When you start talking AI, ML uh, type solutions. Uh, here's one thing I always like to make sure customers always understand, right? ML is a subset of AI, Yeah, right? They are not the same. And machine learning is something that I think the industry has more of a firm hold on that I can baseline behaviors of customers. Mm. And I like to say, and then you got to put it within context. Well, why do I do these things, right? Every CTO I meet with, Jeff, loves to tell me they want to be proactive in their monitoring strategy. Yeah. Right. But then how do you do that? Right. So if you think about the old days of AI ops, that's what they used to call it. Everybody sure. would say, great. Love the term. Love the concept. Show me how you do it. <laughs> how do I execute? What is the answer? And I like to say you have to have a strategy that includes the application with your infrastructure model if that yeah. makes sense, right? Yeah. And you have to be able to look at both with what that looks like. And so I, I like saying um, within app dynamics, when we talk full stack observability, APM now is not the end all answer. It is a critical, I call it its table stakes to yeah. the monitoring strategy because now APM has to include the internet. Right. Yep. There was yep. a day the where internet, which is, I, folks, do you realize what he's saying? He's saying that you have to now monitor and manage something you can't control. Yes. And and now how do you keep your eyes on that? So um, when you were saying Cisco bought after Nance and left us alone, let's be clear. Cisco was going down a software transformation thing. We are one of their major uh, acquisitions to continue to transform into a software company. Everybody knows what they do in the hardware space that we have a brand that's second to none, in my opinion, right? The so key true. is where are we going with our software strategy? And App Dynamics was one of those acquisitions to go down that path. Mm. You think about that when they acquired us, APM was, I'd say, 
80 to 90 percent of our focus and now it's probably 60 to 70 some would argue 50 to 60 percent of what we do because what our customers told us was thanks for showing us what response time is to and from my data center to where the end user's at and when we told them it was 37 seconds in between their next logical question was can you tell me what's causing it and why Mm. well now you have an acquisition of thousand eyes that we did and it does a lot more than that, but it's nice to look at it as, hey, we can now monitor the internet as well. And then our customer base quickly told us, and you better integrate the two of them. Don't keep them separate. And so one of our announcements out at Cisco Live was, hey, we can now integrate Thousand Eyes and App Dynamics into a common GUI so nice. that now customers can see internet and application on behalf of the end user on one screen. And, you know, if my thousand eyes compadres here, they say, Keith, we do so much more. I get that. They do do a lot more than that, Jeff. So it's a, it's a total separate conversation. But monitoring the Internet cannot be left out of full stack observability. Right. And right. the cloud is where, right? Data centers, clouds, clouds live outside the data center. Great. Cloud's doing great. What if things are making calls from the data center to the cloud? Oh, I have a hybrid cloud. It's not connected by an Internet, is it? <laughs> mm. <laughs> right. mm, let me check on that <laughs> and so without full stack i say you can't solve for it it's almost you're going back to traditional it is where i'm only trying to monitor the cloud well the cloud's making a call to someone's household well what it is is it's back to the old days of a, of a world where each individual discipline did this they put their think about horses with blinders on i mean horses with the blinders meant that the horse could only look straight ahead and the thing that was supposed to pay attention to and that was the little their little patch of road ahead and in a modern application world, none of us can do that. We all have to be able to look in all directions to be able to provide that, that solution. So we can't just say, hey, the Internet's the Internet. I have my piece over here. That's all well and good, but it, it impacts the application. The application was for your company, and you work for your company. Yes, absolutely. And that's what your CIOs are asking IT to give them, is can you give me uh, business views to what's going on? Because up, down, and response time, they're almost saying that's not good enough. Yeah, <laughs> right? that's right. And, and then that leads us into KPI top conversations and stuff like that. Well, and I think really we could even sum this piece of it up by saying that anything that's good enough today won't be tomorrow for any number of reasons other than the fact that it's going to be more challenging Customers' expectations are not going down. They're only going up. Response time, accessibility, all of those things. Going up security, you guys play all into that space, which we don't have time to get into today. But Keith, um, I do want to I do want to poke around a little bit uh, a little bit outside of uh, of App Dynamics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are a technologist at heart. I mean, it's what you've done your entire career from college on. And uh, and what gets you excited about technology these days? And the things that you're reading, the things that you're seeing. Um, whether it applies directly into what you're doing at Cisco App Dynamics uh, or not. Yeah. yeah, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this yeah. question. <laughs> Long purpose. But I, oh, but it, it's, it's a great question. What excites me um, are I'm watching the industry answer for the customer, right? And mm-hmm. I'm excited, you know, uh, Cisco's been talking about full stack observability literally for two years and the industry's addressing it with us finally now. We've been talking about this for a while. Um, yeah. 
the, the thing that excites me is, okay, I talked about that application monitoring thing, right? And integrating it with internet monitoring. And then you kind of said, hey, you know, Log4J in the industry opened us up to how do I see vulnerabilities in real time with my monitoring strategy? And for the first time, what I'm seeing is not only are we monitoring for the end user, but can we use that monitoring strategy to handle business decisions? Tell me more about that. So back in my days at Allstate, uh, my CTO would always call me up and want to be able to say, hey, whenever there was an impact with the agents, you know, that's the bread and butter. of, of That's right. It's where it all, that's the uh, interface to the customer. How many agents are being impacted? I had no freaking idea. I, I had an idea. I could go by possible region. But I could never really, really answer the question. Imagine now the monitoring strategy giving you business context with the alert simultaneously. Mm. Saying, hey, this is down. And now think about those mobile apps that are out there because mobile apps is the biggest thing. Um, mobile first strategy, things. most yeah. companies. Yeah. Most stack observability. That is its bread and butter. How many folks were on the mobile app at the time of the outage so you could assess impact of what it did to the organization from a revenue perspective and a customer satisfaction perspective? First two questions always being asked. That's what excites me is that you can get an alert with both. Hmm. Right. Something yeah. that you could never before it used to be. Yep. We'll let you know on Thursday what yeah. the actual we'll get impact back to you with that. Yeah. And that wasn't good enough. How do I quickly, if you're manufacturing, how do I quickly make a decision that I'm going to send a shift home? You know, our, we have customers facing real big issues yeah. of how, how long does it take them to make a decision or to uh, literally move that workload somewhere else? And we didn't even talk about our cost and workload optimization solution. That's part of full stack as well, because right. if people go to the cloud, that's not cheap. No. <laughs> right. And and no. how do I and when I spin these uh, microservices and containers up, how do I manage that spin during peak capacity? And how do I spin things back down when I don't need that much capacity because I pay by the drink? All of that is part of full stack. That's what excites me because we're, we're, if you're not looking at it holistically, I say you're missing it. And that's the digital transformation that I'm excited about how we provide a solution for that. All right, one more quick break from the program. Now, if you've been keeping up with the news this year, you've probably heard that everyone is buzzing about AI. Well, guess what? You can achieve AI success through our transformative process of ideate, innovate, and industrialize. Get ready to revolutionize your business with FAIR, the foundry for AI by Rackspace. At FAIR, we're on a mission to accelerate the secure, responsible, and sustainable adoption of generative AI solutions across all industries. In just three weeks, our Ideate Workshop will empower you to harness the raw power of generative AI. Imagine skyrocketing productivity, driving 
driving efficiency, and reimagining business models. This is your chance to take the first step in exploring the untapped potential of generative AI for your organization. In these sessions, our team of experts will meticulously evaluate the intended and unintended consequences of integrating generative AI into your operations. We'll ensure that your data quality and integrity are top-notch. And we'll guide you in embedding your company values, fairness, and ethics into your generative AI governance and operations. Through a series of short sprints, we'll identify the most relevant and impactful generative AI solutions tailored specifically for your business. By the end of the sessions, you'll have a crystal clear understanding of how generative AI can revolutionize your organization and how your business goals can be supercharged by AI. So what are you waiting for? Visit us at fair.rackspace.com to learn more and secure your spot in our generative AI ideation workshop. FAIR, driving innovation, excellence, and unparalleled success in the thrilling world of generative AI. Right. Exciting stuff, Keith. I mean, the, the amount of, um, you know, I think that it, it becomes so important for for uh, IT leaders to find ways to look around the corners, to know what's coming, and then also to be able to provide not just a technical status of up, down, green, red, yellow, shades of green, whatever it might be. But what you just talked about is really the important part because it is what we were trying to do back 10 and 20 years ago with IT, and that was to ultimately provide information that would be a business value, even if we were, we were alerting on an, on an outage. But now that you guys can connect in and provide an impact analysis at the same time of the alert, just so that the business understands what the impact of this issue might be. We haven't even had a chance to talk about, you know, the, the consistency of, 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 of the way your, your machine learning models are paying attention to behavior of applications. So when the behavior changes, there's alerts. doesn't necessarily mean it's bad, but if it changes, there are alerts. That's important. You know, here at Rackspace, we've got this new, a new offering where we're helping companies. Really, it's the same, in, in a sense, the same thing. And that's how do we help them unpack their data in a way with AI and ML that allows them to create new business value or real business value through it. It's this whole oh. fair offering. We can, we can talk more about that another time. Time. But you know, the, the as we 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 come up on the top of the hour here, I want to be respectful of your time. You've got something at five p.m., so I, I want to make sure I let you out in time. Uh, <laughs> is um, uh, the fact that we 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 really need to be able to get back to that that business value aspect and uh, and and helping the business move forward. All of this technology, as exciting as it is, and as technologists, we get up in the morning to see what's changed and what we get to play with from a technology point of view. At the end of the day, it has to provide business value. And the one technology that is permeating everything is AI and ML. And it's exciting to see where, where those models are, are finding their way into y'all's technology. Oh, yeah. And, you know, one of the things, that, and I'd be remiss not to bring up, uh, our largest announcement at Cisco Live was what we're terming our FSO platform, right? Mm. The Cisco FSO platform, which is a tool agnostic solution that could ingest any data stream, right? Think about that, right? The, the industry is telling us they're going down this old tell path. Where does open telemetry fit in? Yeah. So how do I leverage open telemetry? How do I, you know, then there's melt, right? The whole thing around metrics, events, logs, and traces. 
how do I ingest all these data streams and be vendor agnostic that I can ingest data to give a solution to our customer around how they make a real-time business decision with that business impact? And I yeah. think it changes the game. It's probably, uh, I would say on behalf of Cisco, probably one of the biggest things we've done and delivered. Yeah. Um, I've been in a few demos now, so we're just uh, embarking upon this. We have our vendors and engage, our partners engage with us who are providing solutions on the platform. And it is super cool stuff. That's a conversation for a different day, but I'd be remiss not to bring that yeah. up because I think people are really going to freak out with what that brings to the industry. Yeah, definitely have to have you come back and talk more about that once once it's more out there. So, uh, Keith, people want to find you. I assume uh, LinkedIn is a great place to go. Yeah, LinkedIn always works. Um, and I would, however you want to contact folks, I don't mind if they shoot me emails and that stuff like that because uh, at the end of the day, we're in it together, Jeff. <laughs> that's, that's a fact. Uh, and, uh, and, of course, they want to learn more about AppDynamics. AppDynamics.com is a great place to go as well. Yes, and they'll see and just all tell kinds them Jeff of sent you, you know, that way I get, you know, credit. I get a pat on the back every time that yeah, happens, we'll, and, and we'll I need have, that every day. Yeah, we got to do dinner again, right? It, we do. We, where we got to find out where the next intersection point. Where, there's a bunch <laughs> of conferences in October. Hopefully, we're you, we're going to. Yes, uh, yes. I, uh, you know, our Are buddy you Mark going Porter. To Google next? Our buddy Mark Porter. No, our buddy Mark Porter is uh, is uh, master of dinners, office. master yes, of ceremonies. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. That's right. All right, everybody. I'm uh, really grateful for you spending a little bit of time here. There was a couple questions. Uh, I did want to touch just briefly on Sonny's question about, um, you know, with all the things happening in AI, what the impact of jobs are going to be. I'll tell you, the impact will be big. I think that what I've seen is you can put it into three classifications. One, um, jobs will be impacted and go away. Two, um, AI will make what you do more effective. So you'll use AI tools to do what you do better. And then three, I do firmly believe that new jobs will, will come about because of the <laughs> fact that AI is here and things are changing. Not things are going to change. Things are already shifting. So folks, if you're not already figuring out how to be a prompt engineer, well, that's just a YouTube search away. I would encourage you to spend a little time there and see what cool things you can learn from the chat GPTs. All right, Keith, I hope you have a great day right there next to Georgia Tech. Maybe you can go on to the class and learn something else. <laughs> they say you're never too old to learn, right? So uh, That's right. Fun. You stop learning, you stop living. All right, yeah. folks, uh, we are back here. Are we back next week? Yes, we are back next week. Megan, I have to ask you a question. Send it in the chat. Send me a note. Is next week Robert? Do we have? I think Robert's next week, isn't it? I'm really excited. Next week, folks, we have an amazing event. And uh, you got to send that to me in Teams. Like, oh, yes, she did. Folks, next week, the infamous Robert Scoble is going to be on. Uh, Robert, I've known for years. He's been a racker, uh, an incredible guy, super deep thinker, forward thinker. We're going to have a great conversation. We're going to dig deep into AI. Set your alarm clocks now for next Wednesday, or next Wednesday, next Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. Don't set it for Wednesday. You'll be here all by yourself. Maybe you could watch the replay. That'd be fun, too. All right, everybody, I had a great time with you today. I want to remind you, let's bring this back up. Hang on one quick second. I lost focus on the screen. There it is. Clicky, clicky. All right, folks, a reminder that uh, you want to learn more about the things that we're up to over here at Rackspace in our thought leadership. That's rackspace.com slash solve. Nothing to sell you there except give you great information. So head on over to that. I want to remind you that you can uh, download uh, the audio from this as well as the additional uh, podcast content, but you have to subscribe to the Cloud Talk podcast. And if you like them, maybe leave us a review. 
I would like that very much. All right, everybody. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Uh, my name is Jeff Diverter. There's some music. And we're back next week with Robert Scoble. It's going to be a killer episode. Until then, there's lots of more content following this way, so go check it out. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cloud Talk Live. Now here at Cloud Talk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help improve your business and those around you. Now, this was a live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time on the Rackspace LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to watch us there and join the conversation live with us. Now, if you haven't already subscribed, I'd encourage you to do so and maybe even give us one of those five-star reviews. These episodes can be found anywhere podcasts are found. Until next time, I'm Jeff Deverter for Cloud Talk and Cloud Talk Live.